When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. JF Stretford Paddock, this is the Paddock Podcast, and it's live. So get involved in the comments and give us a nice big juice. Juicy like joining me as always because we're always on podcasts together. It's Stephen Alson. How are doing, bro? Something. Yeah, I'm alright. Blowing my stuffing chops off with that intro there. These headphones are loud. Yeah, that's how I like to introduce myself to the people uh, and also my good friend and colleague Thank Joel you. Smith. How right. are you doing? How are you? I'm I'm smarting from the in- insult you gave me earlier. Yeah, what tell you- the viewers what you call me. I said, shut up, Jay. Your podcast. And because you were being a podcast at the time, <laughs> you were sat there with your little headphones on, saying how Sorry. you think it is. What a spillage! What you spill? <laughs> oh, God, this, is the... this is the hey. set, by the way, that Steve said. If anyone eats or drinks Sorry. on it, he's yeah. gonna kick the face yeah. in. Yeah. And now he's more than willing to yeah. spill Red Bulls on it. Like the most angry comments or chats in a WhatsApp group I've ever seen were when you found food stuffs in it. Food stuff. Yeah. And now you're wrecking the gaff. Yeah. I apologise. I'm sorry. I'll do right. better. What have the souls are you about leading by example? What are we going to be talking today? Uh, we're going to be talking about some bloke called Oligon Solskjaer. Apparently, some people are disgruntled. Are they? Mm, yes. <laughs> I think everyone's disgruntled. Yeah. Have you been on Twitter? I can't. I, 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 every time I go on Twitter, I see some kid, kid called Stephen Allison arguing with bots. Listen, I, yeah. don't, I don't argue. <laughs> You I argue correct. with bots. No, I correct. You argue with bots. I, I correct. Quote tweeting someone with like one follower, who then like an hour later has listen, like 500 followers. Listen, and they're like, thanks for that, Steve. I'll do that again tomorrow. It's not about the size of the person that you're attacking. Mm. It's about the, the argument that you're attacking. As, as um, I think, was that Keats or Shakespeare? No, Stephen Allison. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I'll argue on Twitter. We're talking about the Germans. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the size of the army, it's about the uh, the, the people on Twitter. The mentality behind it. Yes, that's uh, I think that's uh, Sun Tzu. Uh, so we're going to be talking about him. We're going to be talking about it as well, because we've not spoken about him for about three hours. We're going to be talking about him again. Donny van der Beek. Yeah, but this Everton bloke's sticking his chops Why in where they're not needed. Some Evertonian, right? And for starters, while we're on the subject of Evertonians, came out of Old Trafford on Saturday to all these Muppets singing Manchester is full of shit. <laughs> right? And they genuinely, all of them look like they climbed out of a skip. And they were filming themselves on phones that looked like my grandma's phone. Really? And I'm like, like Jay, Nokia's Jay, trying to film themselves Jay, going, man, this is shit. You know why you need a burner phone. 
Yeah, right, good. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, so get involved, guys. Let us know all about that. Should we start with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Go on then. If Manchester's full of shit, why are you all in the Trafford Centre? Can't fucking move for him. Oh, maybe JD Sports, mate. Manchester full of shit. Why do you all of you go on holiday Trying to via buy some Manchester airport? Trainees. Yeah. Try flying from Liverpool airport to go on your holidays. See where you go. You've got to, like, real. Um, yeah, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Some people are happy. There's, there's some reasons to not be happy, to be fair. Right, okay. We're now off the pace in the league. Um, we should be on 19 points, and that would be fair. You can drop the occasional result like we did at Southampton. Yeah. Just shit performance. They happen, right? We should have beat Villa. Mm. No ifs, buts, maybes, arguments against it. We should have beat Villa. And we shouldn't have dropped points against Everton. United should be on 19 points in the league. And that loss in the Champions League against the young boys wouldn't have hurt so much. No. I and, think... and even the, the League Cup against West Ham. But all of that coming together, you go, fucking hell, lads. Mm. What's going on? I just feel as well like... We're going to look back at that Europa League final. I don't want to keep going on about it, but it just felt like you win that trophy, it changes a lot of men the mentality around all the uh, in a big way. And I still yeah. feel that there isn't that sort of... I don't know, there's that little bit of capital he's got because he's won a trophy. It's still a stick to beat him with and it's not helped him this season when we've had, had such a patchy start, considering the, the, the level of the opposition. That's mm. the main problem, isn't it? It's not being two points off top. That's not the end of the world. But... The top three have all played each other. Yeah. And we haven't played anyone that good. No. Yeah, and, and like you said, the young boys There's won. a lot of frustrating teams. Yeah, yeah. Th- those shitty teams like Villa, Everton, those ones we go. On the day, they're good. Southampton yeah. on the day, Wolves on the day. But everyone on the day is decent. Yeah. So you've got to... We just you back to back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't be you can't be using that as an excuse. I know you're not using that as an excuse. You can go all of those games. You can excuse some of the things that happened in all of mm. those games. But when you pull out and you look at it, you know, and you look at it as a, a big chunk... It's abjectly not good enough. No, it's, it's the performances as well that are the, the the worst thing, isn't it? I think, to be honest, annoyingly, I don't think the Everton performance was that bad. It wasn't as bad as Villarreal. It wasn't as bad as Villa. It wasn't as bad as Wolves away. Like, I don't think it was that bad. But you have to win that game. You have to look. You have to use what was an awful performance against Villarreal, but a lucky win, and you have to turn that into form. Rather than just, well, you know, we looked slightly better than we did when it we were terrible. Took us back to the West Ham game, we won. Yeah, well, we, exactly. We were shot. No, we were terrible. If we were shot. Yeah. Um, Ryan Belmont, who's been a member of the academy for 11 months, so thank you for your support, says, I get the criticism of Ollie and have some myself, but the massive overreaction after every point dropped is draining. Keep up the good content, lads. Thank you for the your support. The overreaction is um, this thing now about Donny van der Beek. When the fuck did he become the Messiah? Mm. Like yeah. People are like, oh, he hasn't had his chance. Well, he played 39 games last season. Now, for most of those, he didn't um, stay on or play the full 90. If he did, or a lot of those was off the bench, mm. granted. But this is a manager that's under intense pressure. Don't you think if Donny van der Beek was pulling trees up in training, he'd have been given more opportunities? Mm. He's either not doing what Ollie asked him to, in which case you need to be fucking getting on Donny's back saying, if you can be the Messiah, you need to fucking do what you're being told to do. And I, I think I asked this question on Twitter the other day, thinking people would be like, okay, that's a fair point. My bad, it was on Twitter. Why? Why did you think that? Yeah. A lot of the times last season, I think if people are honest with themselves, they'll go back and say, Donny, and I think we remember talking about this a little bit as well, Donny, after about an hour or so, was mm. cooked in those games. And he had to come off. So when you go, well, he wasn't playing full games, 
some of that's on him. Yeah. And then some people go, well, how do you get match fitness if you're only playing 60 minutes a week? Right, well, does anyone question the match fitness of Cristiano Ronaldo? No. No, you have to make yourself undeniable. This is elite, elite, elite football. Regardless of where you go, well, Fred's not fucking elite. He, he still is, right? Mm. This is still a guy that Pep was willing to pay 50 million for a couple of seasons ago. So he's still a top footballer somewhere, right? Yeah. But this is the elite, 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 elite. You can't just be given minutes. It's not. This isn't under fucking seven Medlock no. Rangers, right? And you've paid your five pound sub, so you get a fucking same as Timmy gets. That's not how it works. You have to take someone's place. It's a fucking ruthless game, mm -hmm. and people don't want to listen to the the truth. Is Donny cannot do what Fred and McTominay both offer, and you can't unless you're going to change the way Bruno plays you are probably going to have to play a six and an eight that are a bit more defensively minded because that fucker thinks he's playing number 10 or number nine even when he's in the 10. So unless you change the whole structure of the midfield, which we tried to do on Wednesday with Scott McTominay in the centre and we got yeah, walked through. that was terrible, through. wasn't it? So I can see that Ollie's. My, my problem is, and this is a, the big problem that I see with Ollie, is when he's moved Pogba to the left wing, that is clearly a I don't know what to do with Paul Pogba thing. Mm. We've got Pogba and Bruno, which... Totally different footballers occupy the same profile and sort of role within the team, which is main creator. And you've got two number nines in Cavani and Ronaldo who are not the same style of player, not at all. but put the same role yeah. in, which is striker. And you've got those four players, which like at Olympic, are going to have to play. And then you throw, well, Marcus Rashford's about to get fit and he'll be playing. And we've just spent 75 million on Jaden Sanchez and he needs to be playing. Jason Sanchez, sorry. Um, that's six players that are probably going to occupy at most four positions. Mm. So what the fuck are you going to do with that? And really, I mean, obviously Bruno there, I know you put him in that, but Bruno's place is set. Bruno is our most productive player. Yeah. He is not getting dropped. I, don't, I no. can't see a world where that happens. Same with Rashford. I can't see a world where Rashford isn't the number one. No. I think, therefore, you know, Ronaldo has a sort of hierarchy thing over Cavani in terms of history and emotion and so far goal scoring. Um, but so he, you'd imagine he would sort of take that spot, and then it's Sancho and Greenwood on that side, and then for me, Paul Pogba's proving, or he needs to prove that he can play as a six mm. because the way we play currently, he isn't better than than Bruno in that role. No, I he's don't not think a left he, winger. He's not a left winger, and currently he doesn't track back enough to play as a number six. He doesn't do enough defensively. His defensive awareness, even when his positioning is good, his awareness isn't. I just like I, I worry that to me. Sancho and Greenwood, depending on productivity, can maybe argue for that right wing. Yeah, spot. sorry, I didn't even mention Mason Greenwood. Yeah, exactly. Or Tony Marshall. Yeah, and they, can, they can argue for that right wing spot, <laughs> Sancho and Greenwood. I think left wing is sorted when, when Rashford is fit, assuming he comes back where he was at the start of last season rather than the end of it. Um, I think Bruno is sorted. Cavani and Ronaldo can argue over that striker spot. But I don't see how Pogba makes us a mo the, gives us the balance that we need to win a lot of games as a number six. No. And there's some big questions to be asked there. So the the reason that I if if I saw Pogba either playing as an eight or even as a six as a deep line playmaker, and it just wasn't quite working else around him, I'd mm -hmm. go, well, I know what Oli's trying to do here, but the fact that he's gone, oh, Rashford's out, I can use him on the left wing, and then when he's trying to give minutes to either Tony or and certainly from like next week onwards when Rashford is going to be getting back to fitness. Um, what's Paul Pogba going to do then? We saw him left out at the weekend mm -hmm. because, I mean, and obviously Ronaldo's left out at the weekend as well, showing that he hasn't got the room for these. We are overcooked in one area, which is that very attacking sort of element, and we are undercooked 
in the six or eight position. And for some reason, Nemanja Matic seemingly can't even play one fucking game a week, which if you can't play a game a week, right? If you can't play two a week, I get that. If you can't play a game a week, why are you here? Mm. Are you playing a game a month? Well, you'll never be match fit. Like, what are we talking about? So you've got Matic who seemingly can't play one fucking game. One, it, it, 10 days. One every 10 days will do. Yeah. I'll give you one every three, three so times get, a month. You get like a midweek game and then you get the weekend after that. Yeah, yeah. And then Ten you days. get the midweek game after that. But now it's international break, so fuck yeah. knows what's going to go on. Right? Yeah. We'll see you sometime in November. Right? So you've got Matic who seemingly is one in three. Mm. Right? Then you've got Fred who I think we would all agree is... And if, I'm, if anyone disagrees, please comment. I'd like to discuss it with you. He's a fucking awful footballer with the ball at his feet. Mm. But because he, he's, he's like a fucking shit version of... Like, you ordered Kante off Wish, they deliver you Fred. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's going to run about the place. Demar but Kante's Gray a didn't fucking... Seem to notice him the other day, did he? Hell of a footballer. Oh, that was, Kante's that was a real terrible. footballer. He can do it both without yeah. the ball and with the ball, which is the really important side. Then you've got McTominay, who is... <sighs> He's just a fucking hard-working... We called him McMayonnaise for a reason. The guy's basic. Like He don't look fit to me as well, McTominay. I don't, he's, not, he's, he's not... So both of those he's never been as bad as he was recently. Pogba and Matic might work. Recently. I think he's knackered. Pogba and Matic might work because it seems like Matic can keep a bit of a rein on Pogba and sort of keep his positioning. Um, and that might hold the ball a little bit better for us. But trying to play out into Fred and McTominay makes you want a red butt spike. Mm. Like, it's just fucking mind-numbing. Yeah. And also, like... This isn't a defense of the management or the, the coaching. I think there's obvious problems. But this is a... This is a we saw it the other day when people were talking about... Um, who was it? Oh, uh, last minute... Who's got, who conceded last minute equalizer the other day? I can't remember. Anyway, the, the, the things of... The Bruno penalty would have made a difference. Jesse Lingard not losing us that game against Young Boys yeah. with that uncharacteristic back pass would have made a difference. Fred not being bullied twice in four seconds by Damari Gray would have made a difference. I think I do think we would have won that game. I know Villa had some other half chances and they had that one at the end, um, which was the, 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 the dislike goal. But I think United were better than Villa. I know people can say, oh, you know, Villa deserved to win. They didn't deserve Villa didn't deserve to win that game. United had more shots, more shots no, on target. 27 shots. Way more, way more possession. Like, if, if, if the kits had been on the other teams, you wouldn't have left going, well, we got a draw, but Villa, dom but, you know, at least we dominated. If, we, if we'd have had Villa stats, no chance. United were the better team, but, you know, we, we give away too much shit. And I just think, like, the, the problem is at the minute... The bad f when we have bad form under Ole, it looks hopeless. Bad form under Jose looked like he was mad at everyone. They were falling out. They couldn't remember where to stand. Bad form under Ole is like, are any of you even footballers? Do, do, are you even a footballer, Fred? Are you even a footballer, McTominay? Because they don't have that name, like strict position to rely on. Can you name a world? Uh, sorry, uh, not even a world class. Can you name a title-winning side that didn't have a world-class central midfielder? Well, that's no, I can't. I can't. No, not, not, in, the, not, not in recent years. Go all the way back to our first one. Uh, the one th maybe what you could say is Carrick was pa slightly past his best in 2013, but he the was Liverpool one's the worst midfield that's won a league. But even Fabinho was Fabinho was decent, though, isn't he? Um, yeah. Just but, in, in some uh, of the chats, uh, BM says you can't say we should be on X points. Every team has their own. We should have won that moment too, so it balances out. No, I do. Uh, Wade Rose says definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Also, uh, shitting yourself on the bus and rubbing it on the driver's face. Exactly. Hashtag McFred out. Do something else. It two, can't get any worse. Two different definitions. Uh, Syrian Barla says performances and results not great, but we need to back the manager and the players. Our fan base are toxic as fuck. It's sad. Almost like they want us to be. They want us to lose, sorry. Fashionable to be this so-called Ollie Outer, FFS. 
Um, Joe, I, I see this like um, uh, things like this leveled at us. You want United to be bad because we make money on YouTube. I'll let you into a fucking secret. We do better when we win, you fucking lunatics. Uh, and often, I won't do a video if we lose because I can't be asked fucking talking to you lot. So, like, if we wanted to revel in anything, it's success, you fucking yeah. knobs. I, I mean, <laughs> someone that's, called me a deluded pirate a minute ago. For a saying, deluded pirate? Yeah. Is it him? No, it was someone in the chat. <laughs> really? I missed that. Sorry, yeah, I would have read it out. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure what for. Hey, speak of, uh, of deluded, Jay. Yes. I heard that you've um, finally looted yourself. Yep. With Manscaped. I have looted myself because, as you well know, Joe and Stephen, autumn is in the air. Autumn! The pumpkins are in the patch. The pumpkins are flowing. And our friends at Manscaped, trademark, are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Oh my God. <laughs> your pants pumpkins. Your pants pumpkins. And I'm not reading this. I'm making it up as we yeah. go along. And this is about to get worse, lads. Hey, make sure you're keeping things fresh this this what? Autumn. This, yes, thank you. Uh, with This autumn with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. It's not called fall, is it? No. Boys, get ready for a I cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into autumn because we're in England. You want to say leap into fall? Is with that Manscaped. Thing? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscapes by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code devil20. Mm. Um, Joe, you like to shave down there. Don't you use your Manscapes? Yeah, I did. Has it solved all your problems that you're having? All my problems, yeah. I, was, I had a f some sort of financial issues, shaved my bollocks. Next thing you know, millions of cash. Yeah, mortgage yeah. application went right through. Yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Well, nice. You look like a guy with clean nuts. Yes, and he's fine. I am. I'll <laughs> show you. It's great. It's really good. Helps yeah. with hygiene. Yes. Helps with all sorts. Helps, helps your fart sound better as well. No, you ever done a fart with a shaven bum? I'm going to say that's debatable. Jesus Christ, but you I can rip them out. Do you it. know what? These lots should sponsor Louis Van Gaal. Why? Famously got his spuds out to Luca Tony, who shit himself in oh, the yeah, Bayern Munich. Yeah, I forgot about that. Got his bollocks out, didn't um, <laughs> Because when you use Manscaped, you get a lot, right? You get, you get the first off, you get the new performance package 4.0, no. which includes the lawnmower 4.0. Me and you were talking about this on the phone the other day, weren't we? Um, if you're looking to cozy up this autumn, uh, this trimmer is essential. Um, you've also got the 4000K LED Christ. spotlight. And this is what I love. Oh, looking for diesel in the dark when I'm for that. On and off. And that's my dog not on and off. the shortage. Yeah. That's, the, that's the nickname for his testicles. Yes. <laughs> Come on, diesel, where are you? Right, they've gone back inside. There's a shortage, of, there's a shortage of diesel. Um, when, when needed for a more precise shave. Plus, and you'll like this, yeah. if, you, if you're like me, you're doing it in the bath. It's waterproof. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, which is always a relief. So you can it? go to the public pool, yeah. get in the shallow end. Yeah. Actually, go deep end because that's where the old yeah. people are. You don't want to be at the other end. No. Uh, go in the shallow in, in deep end. Hold your hand. Push yourself to the floor of the pool and just yeah. And you see the pubes just floating up. That's, that's right. I, that's how. That's it. You'll that's how it out. You will get kicked out. But I took the kids to the baths the other day. <laughs> whilst I was there, did me pubes. Hey. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, when I got out of that police cell four hours later, yeah. it was spotless. Yeah. Um, so yeah, make sure you check it out. The performance package 4.0 includes the weed whacker, uh, the 9,000 RPM motor pube, motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system to provide proprietary skin safe technology. Um, and it, Manscaped, after all that, even throw in two free gifts, you get boxers. And a speedboat. And a sp well, speedboat comes with a travel bag. Really? So you and and without the speedboat. Speed um, what do you have to do to get it, Jay? Well, to get this, 20% off and free shipping, oh, yeah. uh, 
Go to manscaped.com using the code DEVILS20. DEVILS20? DEVILS20. That's 20%. At manscaped.com? Manscaped.com. Um, your balls will thank you. My yeah. balls talk to me. We've got bigger problems. Yeah, we have indeed, my thank friend. Thank you. Got some uh, super chats, I think, Jay. Yes, we have. I will get into them. Thanks for your super chats. Anant Makashi says, any other manager will find a way to cover up our midfield issues, but one clean sheet in seven is a joke. I want Oli to do well. But so far this season, I am not convinced other coaches find a way. On that, no, they don't. Two, the the clean sheet thing is bang on, though, because there's yeah. no reason why we should be not keeping clean sheets. We've upgraded the defence. It's been virtually first choice availability for the entire time. And you're playing two defensively minded midfielders in front of it. What the fuck, lads? Yeah, and we actually... And he's been playing well. Whilst we've conceded <laughs> quite a few goals in the last yeah, couple of seasons, well. we've actually got a lot of clean sheets in the last couple of years. Wild so it's not it. like we, we never got it and we, th- and we thought Varane would help and it hasn't. We got we used to get more than we do now, which is to me it feels like bad form. But at some point, bad form becomes you sacked, <laughs> doesn't it? Because that's just how it goes. No, it does. And there is there does feel to be in the last couple of weeks, certainly this, this last week, a little bit more of the people who used to say no, not yet. Some of those people are now saying, well, if you know, it feels like things are, like it. It feels worse than it has to me. This feels more serious yeah. than even after the Burnley game, like. Season before last, there's a um, the, there's a super chat that's going to yeah. lead us on nicely to our next. That was pretty low. Though. That was yeah, our maybe next. Not then, but you know what I mean? Our next topic. Uh, Syrian Bala says, trying to keep things positive or trying to keep positive. Sorry, I think the next one of games will show us where we are and what kind of season we can what expect. Win and don't lose the majority, and think a challenge is on. Hope all is well, lads. Thanks for that. Our next one of games, and I think we've got a graphic for that. You can see them there. Yes. Leicester away, yep. Atalanta at home, Liverpool at home, Spurs away. Atalanta away right. and City at home. I mean, Should we go talk about let's, make or break. Let's go through them and say what would be a, a, an acceptable result. Go we've on, got no. to beat Leicester. All right. I think we've got to bring them back up just so we can, while we go through them. I think we've got to beat Leicester, haven't we? See. Definitely. That's, that is a must win, that Leicester game. I don't think it is. No, I don't mean in terms of being sacked. I mean, like, if we actually really do think we've got a, half a chance of winning something. Oh, winning season. the league? Winning the league, you've probably got to beat, all, you've got to win all of them. The league games. I think we can take a draw. I think, right, one, two, three, four. That's the one you can draw. Uh, Spurs are shit at the minute, so you've got to beat them. You have to win your home games in these scenarios. I don't want to be their basic, but for me, you've got to beat Liverpool. You think? Well, you've got to... You can afford to... It's considered a good result if you draw your away games at your big rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But you have to win your home games. Especially the start that these teams have had, where they've all been playing each other and doing all right. Unless they've been shit as well. Yeah, Liverpool and City have done all right. Yeah, Spurs, Uh, you've got a twat. Yeah, Spurs, but... I think if I think for starters, if we lose the game against Liverpool, I think Ollie's in massive amounts of trouble yeah. because you you guys saw this. The, the, I know you were there today. You saw the atmosphere at Old Trafford on Saturday, yeah. and even staunch Ollie supporters. This is what I'm saying. In the strip, it, it was a like, weird. Yeah, it was they scored. And it was kind point. of a like fuck's sake, boys. It was getting to that point. Mac has said something on Twitter, and I think a lot of people misconstrued it. He said it felt like severe under Jose. And people go, well, Oli got beat by Sevilla. And I think I, he didn't mean that. I get what he meant. <laughs> for, for when, you, when Jose lost against Sevilla, it felt like a turning point. It felt like he ain't going to make this. This isn't going to work. For me, with Moyes, it was a Fulham game. When we drew with Fulham, I thought... Is that this the ain't, game? Yeah. This ain't going to work out. Yeah. For Van Gaal, for me, it was a Southampton game where Charlie Austin got the winner. I thought, this isn't going to work. And there was a lot over the Christmas period. Yeah, January, and it was like that. It was, it was, it was like that for for some, not for everyone, but 
on Saturday. I felt a lot of lads saying just a lot. I, of people I don't think it's there yet. Yeah. I really don't. I think um, like Joe was saying that Burnley game two seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, that's a shout. That was a real low point where I was like, I'm not sure he's got it in him. Here. Yeah. Mm. Very similar circumstances to what we've just done with Villa and Everton, where you go, we should be fucking beating these. What's yeah. going on? And then we've got because I think that week we had City and Tottenham, Tottenham and you're like, beating both. Yeah, he's gone by weekend. Beat them both. Fuck yeah. you. Like that could happen here, but also you have to win at Atlanta home and away. Yeah, this yeah. is it. This I think, you, that's I think, a good point. Even yeah. the Champions League games, which you go, oh, it's all about the league. We've already put ourselves in a bit of a pickle, losing away to young boys. Well, let's be honest now. If, if we're honest, in the, in the European one, if we beat Atlanta at home and draw away, that puts us on seven points with, with two games to go. I, I don't think that would be the Texas end of the above world. them as well. Yeah, I think basically we can lose maybe one of them, a couple of draws, and then four wins. Do you know what I mean? It's like we could. I don't know who you're going to pick to lose to because if, you be, if right, you're losing to one, if of we said four wins in that, yeah, you'd be okay. Yeah, I think forget four wins out of the six. I think you. I think, and it's probably any of them four actually. If you go right, yeah. win the first four: Leicester, Atlanta, Liverpool, Spurs. Draw to Atlanta, lose to City. Yeah, uh, like yeah. spin it any other way you want. But I think yeah, four wins. Yeah, I think it needs to be four wins. It does. It? You're right. I just I, I, I fear for him that I don't want to keep going on about it. But that Liverpool game historically for both managers in the past has, yeah. has proved what, pivotal. You look at Jose's last game, I think it was Liverpool away. I think yeah. Brendan Rodgers' his last game was United at home. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I think so. It was around that time he got sats when we beat him. Remember Andy Marshall's debut? This is the difference though. In these games, by and large, I go into those games under Ollie thinking we're going to have a go at least here. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not we actually yeah. get the result, no, we are going to have a go. Whereas yeah. we all went to Anfield that time with Jose thinking... This is lambs to the slaughter. Mm -hmm. And then the performance that the players put in, I think my response on the end of it is they've given up. And also, yeah. his tactics during that game, where he took, I think they were getting a lot of joy down the left, he took the low <laughs> off and put on Fellaini. Mm. It was like he wanted us to lose. It was like he was just doing it, what he it could. It was insane. Yeah, it, was, it made no sense. And I defended Jose Mourinho, and I remember being in, I think it was in Birkeller, and um, I was like, I can't defend this. This is just madness. And um, we've got quite a few super chats, so we'll get through them. Uh, Daniel Kirk says, we played well for 60 minutes. However, when Ta Townsend scored and did that dumb celebration, we stopped playing and slowed down. I love the fact he tried to say that was some sort of tribute to... to Shut up, you yeah. 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 Ronaldo, Do like, it and then say, the yeah, fuck you, that's why I did it. Um, on that, on. though... We didn't play well for 60 minutes and then it shut down. They got what they came for and shut it down. Mm. There's a difference. And then that, this is another mistake Ollie made. I thought he made a mistake with his starting 11. When he started making his substitutions, his substitutions weren't positive enough. Like, they were like for like. He was a winger for a winger and a forward for a forward. Why not play rush goalkeeper and fucking go for it? Mm. Shout out. Or at least take one of the mid, like, on a serious note, take one of the midfielders off because... Losing and drawing, still pretty bad. We need a goal, our kid. Let's go and get a goal. I wasn't into Cavani coming off. I'm just going to say that. No, no. I think um, and, and cult hero status. And also, yeah, no offense to Ronaldo, but I think Cavani <laughs> had a better game than Ronaldo did when he came on. Maybe, maybe Cavani didn't have enough minutes in his legs. Yeah. I'm not sure what went on. Well, but you, see, you know, when you see uh, something like you know, the header that Cavani missed, yeah. and you think, why oh, he should be, he should be finishing that. And he should have been, but Marshall. No, no, Cavani missed the header um, in the, the box. The goal is saved. Yeah, the goal is saved. It. So he didn't, you know, he got saved. But I think that those are the chances that when you're playing a bit more, and when you know, if you get another one of those chances later in the game, you'll put it away. And I think he was having a decent enough game, other than that. And I think that to take him off for me, he was mm. full of beans. 
it was causing them problems. It just didn't make any sense. And I think that you go, oh, well, you've got Ronaldo on the bench. So, you know, obviously you're going to bring him on. But like, you can say that about anyone. Mm. Yeah. No, but just take bring him Ronaldo on for McTominay. Yeah. Or something. It's like, if you want, if you, deal with that, you set of dicks. If you do want to bring Ronaldo on, no one's going to complain about that. You don't have to take off Cavani. They can play together. Um, Abinav Verma says, and he's been a member for the academy for seven yes. months. Given the fact that people online have known Oli has been a poor has been poor since his appointment. Don't think even wins will convince them of Oli's calibre. Yep. Uh, Some people are just trolls and just roll with that. Said him my way, I'll argue. Colin, you do well. Colin, he uh, will, sorry. Colin uh, Wilmot, welcome to the Academy. Uh, Jamie Dodger says, everyone chill out. We'll get a six next, then all is fixed. Bruno and Pogma at eights. Donny's subbing for them. McFred is subs. Attackers rotate. Keep the faith. <laughs> prince Vorahees says, Jay and Co. You're you a real prince. You genu- you're generally champions of critical thinking with issues related to race, gender, etc. I have admired your bold stand in many issues. Why don't I see that in you with the Ollie and the way we play? It is good. What he's doing there is he's using your passion for other topics to make you feel guilty about not agreeing with him on this one. No, maybe. Here's what, yeah, because you we you don't agree with what's being said. You don't consider it critical thinking. The critical thinking is actually being open to the things that Ollie's doing correct and Ollie's doing wrong. Ollie has achieved a hell of a lot. And some people go, no, he's not. Right, he's achieved a hell of a lot. He's transformed a squad. All your arguments of he's got a better squad than Jose. Yeah, he built it. How about that for starters? Jose wouldn't have built this because three quarters of these players fucking hated him and would have chinned him off. Right? Paul Pogba would not still be here. Luke Shaw definitely wouldn't have still been here. Most of these players, like he did, have some pretty good squads at one point. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was fielding midfields of Fred McTominay and Andreas Pereira. Remember that. Right? Let's not pretend that was better than anything Louis or Jose Mourinho had. You're looking at the team that's on paper right now. He built it, right? It's taken him a little bit of time to build it. You've got to allow those players to gel. I'm not happy with the results that we've had so far this season. I think some of them are abysmal. And I think there's a, a number of reasons for those. Ollie's ultimately going to carry the can for those. But if you sacked him now, he would rinse the club stupid on unfair dismissal because his remit in the back end has probably been maintain Champions League um, football, which, like it or not, right, I don't consider that a success. You lot probably don't consider that a success. The board do. And that was the only reason the previous three managers have gone. Mm. David Moyes went when it was mathematically impossible for him to stay in the Champions League the following season. Bye-bye. Louis van Gaal won an FA Cup, didn't make the Champions League. Bye-bye. Jose Mourinho had us hovering in what? 13th, was it, or something so along I those lines? 10 points will be off and the bye bye. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has maintained Champions League football and transformed the squad. He's gotten rid of the likes of um, Sanchez on massive wages. He's got rid of Ashley Young. He's, he's got rid of uh, Chris Smalling. He's moved on a lot of players. There's still more for him to move on. But the reason that you're saying that he's got such a good squad now is he's built a good squad. Yes, we know there's a number six issue. When Cristiano Ronaldo is available, you get Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think it's probably going to take another two or three windows before you'll have a complete 11. Bet no mistake, he needs judging this season on this squad. This squad's good enough to do something. I don't know what that is, but it's something. It's not the best in the country, so you can't say it has to win the league. Can I just ask you then, Steve? Do you reckon there's going to be pressure from the players themselves? Do you think Without that? a shadow of a doubt. Because if you've got a squad, you've got a dressing room, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo in there, you've got Champions League Varane, and also, let's not forget, Bruno and Pogba and players like that, and you're you know, nowhere near the top of the table, you're struggling to get out of your group in the Champions League. Do you think that's going to add pressure to him? If, the players, like, if the players think it's down to their own performance, I think some of them guy. are adult enough to suggest 
things that are what they are, they'll they'll know better than any of us, including the manager, mm. yeah. whether that's on them or the gaffer. But if they've not got the faith in him, then yeah, absolutely. And I, I think if someone like Ronaldo gets the ump with him, I actually think Ronaldo's fucking bigger than him. But do, do, do you think there's a point with Ronaldo where you think, like, obviously on his side of things, he's Cristiano Ronaldo, everything that comes with that, whatever. But also he's now 36, and as much as he defies DNA, whatever you want to say, whatever, he is. He won't be a top level footballer in four years. Statistically, it is almost impossible that it will be because you just don't see it. So he knows that his time is limited here. Yeah. Does that add an extra pressure to to his situation that even with Ronaldo, the pressure, the drive, that we must win? You've almost got that with this almost sort of desperation of I haven't got long left here. Yeah, you've got to fucking do this now. Do you think that's almost Ollie's almost put himself under a, a like a un, not unfair but a unexpected amount of pressure by bringing Ronaldo in? No, I don't think it's, he's put any... I don't think he's always put it on himself. From the players, I mean. He's brought the players... The, the players will now have this mentality of, we got to get fucking going because he ain't going to be yeah, around forever. May, may, maybe, but I don't know if that's just a, co- a consequence of what's happened. Yeah. I'll tell you who the pressure will come from. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's signed yeah, to win stuff. Point. He's not. He, he could have easily gone to the MLS or Paris Saint Germain and picked a fucking wage up and do whatever he wanted. Right? He chose to come to the hardest league because the guy loves a challenge and he's up for a challenge. But he also isn't just signing to kick a ball around. Mm. He wants to win things. I think you saw him leave the pitch on Saturday because he's got the fucking hump. Not necessarily with the manager, although. I'm sure they've had choice words or yeah. funky looks across the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, and also, if you were any, anyone at any level and someone would pick you, under your breath, you go, fucking dickhead. You take some fucking dickhead. Like, that happens at every level. It doesn't I, just, I just feel the whole body language thing and he walked, stormed off the pitch. And that, I just think it's meaningless. You don't know. He could have been fuming because he could have been fuming because Michael Oliver didn't add on the added yeah. time when they were He could have been fuming with his own performance. He could have been fuming because the core was in his face or whatever, whoever yeah. it was. Yeah. Or because we dropped before. points. Yeah, you don't yeah. know that, or oh, that's him angry with all. It might have been, but you just yeah. don't know. It's meaningless. He's it's reacting. mean anything. The opposite way of the Scouse way of, of clapping a drawer at West <laughs> Brom at home, right? <laughs> it's, to, it's to be applauded. Fucking fuming that you've dropped points at home to Everton. What did you want him to do? Go and do a fucking lap of honour? Like, you can't win. Hey, speaking of Jay, have you got that quote from that that dork over at Everton who's talking about Donny van der Beek? Do you remember the whole uh, we don't talk about players from other clubs thing? It's basically you just a this, footballing this, mantra you sent this that we can all now. agree on because it makes everyone's life easy. And oh, instead of that, Sorry, I've, got, I've got to go. Go on, go on, I've Jay. I've got to change my um, Look at this. Thing got so many logins. Kenny Loggins over here. Uh, yeah, so this is Everton's Director of Football, Matt, and I will get to your Super Chats, I know they're building up, and I've not forgotten about you, I'll get back to them. Uh, Evans Director of Football, Marcel Brands, has confirmed their interest in Donny van der Beek. It is, of course, a pity for Donny. He's a very good player, no doubt about it. Such a boy wants to play and wants to return to the Dutch national team. Do you know what, Marcel Brands? You can fuck right off. You're never having him, ever. It, they, they probably will do it in January, though, will they? No. <laughs> also, no. why is he... Just shut up. Also... Let's go speak to Alan Paul Fong and see what he thinks about the Donny van der Beek situation. You're irrelevant, my mate. Yeah. You work for Everton. Who gives a fuck? I like that. Such a boy as well. Such no, a boy. he's like a very good player, no doubt about it. Yeah, such a boy and wants to return to the Dutch national team. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, thanks for that insight, Professor. Yeah, he's been... He, he's wants, been... To, he wants to play in the World Cup for Holland. Yes, well done. Anything else you can tell us? Yeah. I mean, Marcel Brown should just bore off. He's got his own issues anyway, director of football at Everton. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, everyone's weighing in with the Donny van der Beek. We'll get to Donny van der Beek in a minute. Let me just Can go I, through some just, of the Super Rafa Benitez. So, Joe, as you may well know, yep. today, many small business owners are busier than ever, something we can uh, testify to. Uh, time spent searching for and interviewing candidates can take time away from managing and growing a business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get the candidates worth interviewing faster. Mm. And, and this is the bit that we all love, it's free. It's free, free of charge, no fee, no cost. You hear it? It's free. Uh, we've been having a look at the LinkedIn Jobs platform and it is so easy to navigate yeah. as well. Um, you can create a free job post in minutes uh, to reach the network, your network, sorry, and beyond. So the world's largest professional network, guess how many people are in it in the UK? Uh, United Kingdom. Yes. In, how many people are on LinkedIn jobs in the United Kingdom? Six, 60. 60. 60. 70. No, not even close. Fifth. Millions. Guess how many millions? Six. Six million? Yeah. No. Times that by four. I'll add on six. 28 million. <laughs> add on six. No, six times four is 24, isn't it? And add on six. Brilliant. 30 million. Incredible hey, numbers. 30 million people, Joe, in the UK are on LinkedIn jobs. That is staggering. So it helps you focus on the candidates with the skills and experience you need. So it's just streamlined. It's making it easier. You're not having to sift through loads of CVs or showreels or all that sort of stuff. You can go straight onto it. Look for the candidates that fit the role for you. So easy to use. It's simple tools to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So you can just get the most qualified people and the right questions for that role in front of you in seconds. It sounds like it's going to save me a lot of time. When I'm it does, it does. We use it. It saves us a lot of time and it helps us find the right candidates for certain roles here at Stretford Paddock. So all you need to do is visit LinkedIn Jobs to help find the candidates worth interviewing faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash devils. That's linkedin.com slash devils to post a job for free. There's a link in the description. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. How the hell is he Everton manager? Your greatest achievement was winning the Champions League for your fiercest rivals. Do you think not? Do you think, I spoke to an Everton Evertonian about this on the other day before the game. Um, good on you. Matt Jones, who does the uh, Blue Room. It's good that you reach out like that. Yeah, you know, you've got to have a time for the little people. Um, and he, I'm only joking. And he, um, Should have left it. I, he asked me about that. He asked me about it. He said, like, what do you, what, what do you make from the outside looking at the fact we've got Rafa Benitez as our manager? And I was saying, well, you know, would I want... Brendan Rodgers has been linked with United in the past, for yeah. example. No. It's not the fact he managed the Scousers that puts me off him. It's the fact I don't think he's good enough. That's what puts me off him. It's both for me. Yeah. Here's a question. And I, and would, I you said, have, would you have Klopp at United? Would I have... Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Right now? What, right now? If he said I'm walking out of Liverpool and going to United... I'd I, it might depend on the circumstances. I mean, I like Ollie, but come on. If he blows it up and goes, fuck this fucking place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Fuck your fucking song. You know what? I hate them. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Your song's all... fucking shit. The atmosphere is crap. Every time I go to Trafford, it's absolutely pumping. I'm going down there to the work The other thing to remember with Rafa is as well, he left Liverpool and is falling and grabbing onto whatever the yeah, fuck. He, he, he managed in the like... championship three years ago. Yeah, like, and he, Everton it. isn't like, oh, I've got, I've got a new big job. It's like, I'm desperate. Oh, I'll just go to the rivals of yeah. the team that love me. No, but what do you as an Everton, what did he say as an Everton well, fan? I said, I, my, from my point of view is, I think, and I don't want to be disparaged by Everton, I think if he has success there, if he wins him like a League Cup or whatever, all will be forgiven. I've said, like, if he wins you a trophy, you'll forget about the fact he used to manage Liverpool. No, but surely it's a, just a bizarre relationship. Yeah, and he sort of said the same thing. He said, I think that whilst after the game at Old Trafford in the, in the, is it the friendly, mm. when everyone was like, oh, is this going to work out? He said, to be honest with you, 
if he's winning matches, I'm not bothered. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, he used to, Rafa Benitez used to go out with the auntie that no one talks to in the family, but now he's going out with my mum. You know what? If he makes her happy, that's all that matters. Forget Uh, about all that stuff with Auntie Elaine. Forget about that. He makes me mum happy. He's all right. Can we just talk about them? Do you want to do some super chats? I've got some super chats because I'm going to get some All these people in the comments saying that they'd take all these managers. You're all fucking plastics. Um, PM says, you might laugh at Scouse clapping at West Brom, but since that... They have won Premier League and Champions League. A lot to be said for team building, no matter how cringe. No, 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 no. Celebrating a fucking draw at West Brom at home is shit, mate. Get a grip. And if it was at Old Trafford, we'd cry out loud and be going, what are you fucking doing? You've just drawn at home to West Brom, you if, crank. If you don't think that shit, watch James Milner's reaction whilst he's doing that. You'll love it. Uh, Maya Ramitter says, to be fair, I don't think all he needs another three years. I mean, we can't always be in a build- rebuilding stage. We will lose players in the next years, and we can't use that as an excuse to say Oli needs to rebuild. Uh, E1 says, under Oli, we solved problems in these positions. The centre-back, the full-back, the centre-forward, the attacking midfielder, and the wingers in two full seasons. Dicker. I think he deserves Reddish. trust. To solve, yeah, winners. Uh, <laughs> to solve the problem at DM, I think that's a fair point. Um, I'm gonna. I've got others as well. Um, Go on then. If you've got so many of them, get re- get them red. Um, yeah, he bottled do. it. He's no. bottled it. Shit. Um, oh, yeah, shit. Daniel Kirk says we played well for 60 minutes. However, when oh no, I've had that one. When Townsend scored in the dub celebration. Oh yeah, we've sorry, I've done can that we, one. Can we cut his mic? Um, right. Disciple of Ollie says I support Ollie. He's tablets. a winner. He will take United back to the top. Disciple of Ollie has been a member of the academy for 25 months. We support. Uh, we appreciate that support. Um, and Ant Makashi says if we don't qualify for the Champions League, then Ollie sack or stay. I mean, that, that means he's going to get to the point where we don't qualify, I presume. So. Yeah, well, he'll go then. That's literally... The Glazers haven't come out and said these are our remits, but their actions for three managers tells you that's their minimum expectations. Uh, Peter Kelly says, wouldn't it surprise me if we won all these games or those games and lose to Watford the game after? <laughs> They're going to have three new managers before then, that's so. mm-hmm. Um I think that's I might have probably. There was another one, one well. of, uh, maybe I'm not sure it was a super chat, but someone mentioned about um they feel like this situation is similar to Lampard at Chelsea. Um can we talk about that? Because that is a recurring sort of storyline that that keeps coming up. And I understand why it keeps coming up, because it's two teams of similar you know, squad value, size, former player, get someone else in. To the point, and this is no offense to Callum, by the way, off camera. We were having a chat earlier. Oh, you're on camera. And he was like, What so you saying? you wouldn't swap him for Zidane to win the Champions League. I was like, you don't know we'll win the Champions League if you get rid of Ole. People are, in, in people's heads, and this isn't just Callum, because it's a point that I'm sort of seeing on Twitter and everywhere. People are so entwined, the careers of Lampard and Ole at Chelsea and United respectively, that they honestly think, oh, he's getting to the point where it's like, if we sack him, we will win the Champions League. So are you not willing to do that? There is Chelsea absolutely no guarantee Bottom half of the anything. table, was it? Or just hovering around mid-table? I think they were about seventh, weren't they? Didn't so they were hovering around mid-table. Yeah. Um, the football was turgid. So there's that connection. Yeah. That, that the football's... Ab- he wasn't doing enough with the talent at his disposal. Yeah. That's a, a fair comparison. Uh, comparison to make. But the, the work and the transformation and the career to date... Lampard's achievement in football as a manager yeah. was not getting promoted with Derby, yeah. right? Whether you value fucking Norwegian league or whatever you want, Oli took a team that had never won a title, yeah. made that group collectively good enough to win a title, and then delivered a second title. Mm. That is learning on the job for management. Then he got the Manchester United job. People are willing to forget this. 
really quickly. He got the Manchester United job. I don't think he was in the running for the United job. I actually think Pochettino was going to get the United job. And did we dodge a bullet there, lads? He was getting That's the point. No one's asking for him to come in anymore, no, are they? Yeah. They didn't that. have a shot on fucking target with the Dream Team up front. And a good set of Sack defensive. Sack, We talk about McFred. They had Idrissi Gain Verratti. Is have you seen the team? Fielders. The it's team unreal. might make you masturbate in public, Joe. It yeah. was a fucking filthy, yeah. right? So I think Pochettino was being lined up to succeed the, the interim period of Oli. But Oli earned it. He yeah. basically was like, I'm fucking dope. Give me the job. Yeah. Now, since then, he undertook a rebuilding process and we've probably not quite hit them heights since. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Talk MU says, Ollie's fallback will be a 4-3-3 when heat gets too much and that may be the moment everything falls into place. Um, Karthik Chuvik, I think that's a good point about 4-3-3. Uh, folks with the set of players, what in your opinion is his best style of play for United, assuming we don't do any business in January? Um, struggle to play out of the fucking back. I actually, I got a video dropping tomorrow looking at how a 4-4-2 diamond could work for us and also potentially a back three. You basically got to eliminate the the gap in midfield. Oh, the centre of the pitch. Yeah, you've got to eliminate <laughs> that, that gap that in midfield. Place, so the two ways you do it, you either rock a, a back three, which eliminates yeah. the need for an out-and-out out number six, mm -hmm. and it gives you a platform to build through, which is what we really struggle with. You could probably play a Pogba and McTominay partnership then because you don't really have to worry about one of them doing the extra defensive work. Both of them can sort of work from the middle upwards. Um, or you play a diamond, and with the diamond, you can put Fred in there. But you go, listen, I only want you to pass it to him there. Mm. He's right there, right there. Do I go over the halfway line? No, you fucking don't. <laughs> right there, right? And you either have Pogba on one side, you can have McTominay on the other side, you can have Bruno, and that fits in a load of more players. But then you, those two systems eliminate wingers, and you've just paid 75 million for an out and out fucking winger. Yeah. So we are disjointed with our system. The difference with Chelsea is they have got a midfield that's absolutely disgusting, and they added Sal to that this summer. Yeah. You know, they've, they've got Jorginho who's in with a shout according to some people of being a Ballon d'Or winner which right? is ridiculous but people are saying that yeah and we don't right yeah. they've got Kovacic who starts for Manchester United today yeah. they've got Barkley who's not a bad player they've got Mason Mount who's a hell of a player okay, I, I might have to just pull you up on Barkley's shit but uh, they've got this on. fella called Kante who's won the fucking lot I don't know if yeah, you've heard of him there you go. a lot like back on track with, with, with so, Kante you can pretty much make a combination of that midfield. And I believe they've got a lad called Danny Drinkwater still on the book who can do a hell of a job in there. But yeah, no, their midfield is... Oh, who's Robin Livingmore, him or Philip Jones? Um, Drinkwater, definitely. <laughs> Moazam Faisal in the Super Chat says, I love Ollie, but have we reached our peak with Ollie? Top four, maybe the best we can do with him. Right now, fourth position may be what we will get. So it's going to be difficult as well this season. I'm not saying that will be the case, but the top four this season is like... As competitive as it's been it's for a while. Right? Heavy, Keep an eye on January, our kid. Yeah. yeah. Is that? AFCON. Scouts oh, is going to lose Mane and Salah. Salah, by the way, did you see him yesterday? See that goal he scored? Yeah, it's great. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's quite good, yeah. actually. Uh, Why they How have they managed to keep hold of him? Uh, Jalen's fam. sold two years ago. Says, imagine this team with Zidane Dream instead of Oli. I honestly sake. don't even know what Zidane is. <laughs> I don't know enough about him. I, no, that, and that's me being naive. Go on, and, and, uh, in the comments. Lacking, if you uh, think Oli's on individual brilliance... You want to talk me through them fucking Champions well, the, League runs? The thing with, I mean, the thing with Zidane, I'm not knocking Zidane. I don't know enough about his style. From what I yeah. saw of Don't the, even fucking speak probably, English, does he? <laughs> the, I don't know. But, I mean, that might Don't be, even speak English like what we do. That What's he going to fucking... Do you think Luke Shaw speaks Espanol? 
I'd love to see him try. Or um, Philip Jones. Philip Jones barely it. speaks English. Um, but but yeah, I don't know enough about Zidane. I know that the what was it? He's only won. Is it one um, La Liga? Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's tricky. You got you've, you've had a really good Barcelona. Yeah, bed free. It's, it's um, the thing is being consecutive winners of the Champions League is ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah, but it is a cup competition. Yeah, I think there's. I'm not knocking Zidane again. I don't. I know mean, I wouldn't turn down winning it once, let alone three yeah. times on the bounce. So I take three certainly times. Certainly not knocking it. Um, Scarlett Davio says, "Fed up with the L- Lampard, Oli comparison. Lampard built his team in one window, which they somehow forget now. Oli has had to do it slowly over years. Not only that, he added to a star-studded team. He didn't yeah. buy Kante that summer. Yeah, he, he didn't buy half the players that he bought. I mean, and all the ones he did buy, I haven't really fucking done anything. Like put put no put right there when it's Ziyech." Not really been touched. Who else did he buy that summer? Havertz, they got a couple yeah, of decent Havertz. players. They got Havertz Chilwell. has turned out all right. Werner's been all right. Mendy. Um, Mendy. I mean, they've got a fucking ninety million pound keeper sitting on the bench. We just talk about that. When you talk about the like the reason Lampard was um, doing so poorly with them is the squad depth that they've got is ridiculous. Now you look at United's bench at the weekend. That was a ridiculous bench. Mm. What were we playing coming out of front? Fun though, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. When people go look at the bench, and you go, yeah, look at the bench. It's meant, but our starting eleven. There's three or four players in there that don't get in anyone else's team in the top no. four. And wan is like, an incredible honest. 1v1 defender, but when we're trying to break a, break a low block, you know what, which though? has got Yeri fucking I, Mina, I, I the feel, bastard tank in the I middle of it. I feel a bit sorry for wan because for starters, he puts one of Martial's head for a, on a plate for him and he misses. And then secondly, in the second half of his left foot, he puts one, I think it was on Bruno's head. And then Bruno, I think, edited it and then fell on the floor like he'd been shot <laughs> and spent half an hour rolling around like he'd been elbowed. He's and not he gonna came cons- from a, a bad header. He's not going to uh, consistently I'm, deliver. No, I'm chances. not. But I just felt bad for him because he actually did two very good crosses, which should have been. Two I actually goals. thought he was. I, I didn't and mention this in. Five we'd all be praising anything. him if they'd have finished those chances. He had a great game both ways actually yeah. on a Saturday. One of his better games, if not his best game. Actually. I think he is improving going forward, and he did he get six a little bit last more, season, which is confident. Similar to what Trent got. Let's. I mean, and at the minute, sure. I don't think that uh, you look at that game. I don't think Anwar Basaka was an issue. Uh, Rish, Rish, Rishab Kumar says house and spot on. Oli at Moldy is similar light to what Sir Alex Ferguson did at Aberdeen. No style, only vibes. Feeling as more titles than the rest combined. <laughs> There's a lot to pick through there. I'll let you do that. Um, Mayor Amateur says, can I add a quick note to the Diamond comment? We can play with a 4-4-2. Diamond with wide forwards. Bruno plays as a 10 and 9 right now. So let him. Then now we get Sancho, Mason or Rashid, Stroke, Ronaldo. Um, Ab- uh, are you forgetting Cavani? Cavani. I'll um, punch you in the throat. Uh, Abdullah Ibrahim says... Didn't Zidane just rely on Ronaldo, Benzema and Asensio going forward with Casimiro, Cruz and Modric, along with Ramos and Varane in defence? Don't forget Marcelo and Cavani. Wasn't a bad little fucking side, was it? They had the best team. Um, Oz says, not wanting Zidane because he doesn't speak English. Lol. Christ, what is this? I think he was being a bit tongue-in-cheek there, bro. Um, Vion Batia says Chelsea no, on, on a serious note we have got a lot of English players that do not speak any other language if you're trying to convey your message and system over as a coach that's a fucking nightmare yes but that's why God invented translators yes and then you get fucking knobheads like Jose then, Mourinho getting a my job my favourite image was when Pochettino was at Southampton and he took his translator with him onto the pitch to remonstrate with the referee <laughs> and they were shouting hey, at the referee tell him yeah. I said he's a fucking oh, cunt and the, and the translator's going <laughs> That's a good translator. That that not only conveys the the, the wording but the mood. Yeah, gesticulates. That is why Jose Mourinho actually got the job because Bobby Robson said not only did he convey what I was saying but the meaning of it. 
Then Jose got a bit big for his boots and started being like, so Robinson would be like, hey, fucking 50-50s, get forward. And Jose would be like, 50-50s, get forward, why I? And anyway, when you're in the back, I want you to look at it. Like, he would add a little bit of a Do you know what, though? duplex on it. That, I watched the documentary called King Otto about when Greece won the Euros and their manager was German, wasn't it? Also, Ray Hagel, Ra Hagel, you know. Okay. Yeah. And he, he was struggling and he got a Greek translator in who's an ex-coach. And the translator was saying, the coach was saying, what I used to do is like, I'd get these German instructions that were like, he's a fucking shit. Tell him he's a waste of space. And I'd soften them. So I'd say, you're not playing your best. You can do a bit better. And he's saying that mixture got the best out of the Greek players <laughs> and they won the fucking Euro. So there you go. I think that's the key. Solskjaer just needs a translator and then we'll win the lot. He, uh, spe- he speaks Mancunian now. Well, that's not his fault. Um, Fosfian Batia says, Chelsea sat managers regularly. They don't win the league, Champions League every time they do. Tuchel yeah, exactly. is an anomaly, not a standard. Chelsea don't build teams for long term. That's why they don't win them back to back. I mean, what Chelsea? They've been the most successful team in the last twenty years, um, by far. Yeah, but they've also had some serious squads. And let, any manager can pop in and just fucking. Yeah, you right. Sorry, at? Juju Salah in the comments. Oh, sorry, Here's a on. point. Here's a question for you. They've said. Jose wins the league with this team. No, he doesn't. Because yeah, Jose's fucking team, chinned off. I've seen that. Luke Shaw Quite sat a few next people to him. saying that. He doesn't. Um, like, I don't, I'm not sure. I he think for starters, you made a point like, Jose comes in, right? For starters, he falls out with loads of people straight away. Like, Pogba's already got it. Who does he pick, right? So if he's coming new to this team, yeah. right? Because he comes in and he goes, you, you're popular. Mm. Fuck off. Yeah. Luke <laughs> Shaw's out. He's into Casillas. Casillas is Yeah. Who is like, it? I, I mean... Rashford. I think Jose from 2005, 2000, or even 2015 Bruno. does it. But Jose, for the last three or four years, has been in decline. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we st- people just go... People act like Jose... Won two trophies at United and then got sacked the next day. Yeah. I mean, Jose literally went to Spurs, made them worse. Yeah, he didn't. He, and he I had, did not expect that. A season at United where we did okay, he won one goals and about 81 points, but there's a lot of bad results during that and we were miles away from City. Then we had an awful start to the season and then he went to, to Spurs, got sacked, goes to Spurs, not very good there, gets sacked again. So, listen, I loved Jose when we got him. I thought that was the answer. But it just didn't work out. And I think the idea that he'd come back in now and he'd, he would win. About I'm 10 not sure. years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's, and also, not, he's not the same man he used to be. He when just you isn't. say about um, Jose would win the league if he had this team, do you know if he wanted to win the league with this team, what he could have done was built it himself. Because he was the manager well of played. this club. He could have had this team had he won he had games quite a lot and of these players it. as well. De Gea yeah. was here. Uh, Pogba was here. Gasolin uh, was here famously. Somebody who won the inaugural Jose Mourinho Player of the Season award. <laughs> And that was, five minutes, yeah, <laughs> that was five minutes before it was due to uh, be uh, awarded. Um, round up with Wally's of the week. Jose wins the league in Moise's season. Yes. I agree Sorry to say again, it's Moise. You might have a point there. Um, Wally's of the week. Who's your Wally of the week? Boris Johnson will go running in a fucking dress shirt. I'll take that. I'll, I'll second that. Okay, I like it. Finally, someone else getting political. Yeah, the Tories full stop for coming here to Manchester. Eh? Giving it the bigot. Why do they come here? Oh, look at oh, Keir Starmer for doing a fucking interview with his son. Yeah, that is a shot, actually, yeah. Are fact, you fucking brain you know dead, mate? Fucking sack them all. They're all shite. Um, don't forget as well, big thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring yes. this podcast. Go and check out uh, the uh, the code is devils20, manscaped.com. You get 20% off. You get free shipping. Choose manscaped.com. Sorry, choose Manscaped. You right. do this. Cool. Your balls will thank you. Yes. Um... Stephen, what have you been up to? Hanging around with Rio again. Mm, Rio, me mate. Yeah, we've got a video Fuck coming off. out. 
Yeah, we'll go and watch him and some guy called Real Ferdinand, whoever that is. He was on this channel, you dickhead, on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, thanks for that. We'll just do a preview we can use for four hours, and then it's obsolete. We're one of the best ever players of all time. This Cheers is a chat for, for off-car. Yeah. Pitch side. <laughs> uh, Don't panic, worry about it. Paddock20, uh, uh, the merch. Not the merch, yes. Paddockmerch.com, you get 20% <laughs> off when you buy two or more items. Check it out. I am very grateful, though. Do get him on again, please. Preferably with a bit more. Yeah, I'll just clip that out and show him. This, no, it's not, this no. isn't live, is it? We can cut that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, thanks for everyone who got involved. And let's get to 700,000 subscribers, right? We're on 610,000 subscribers. Yeah. I want to get 700,000 by the end of the season. Or I tomorrow. think it's doable. Yeah, or tomorrow. I think that's a reasonable thing to ask for. Uh, you know where to find him, Joe Smith. Joe Smith, 93. Yes. Yeah. You know where to find me, Jay Martin. You know where to find him, Stephen Nelson. This has been Paddock Podcast. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.